Hello and welcome to the Pig Edge, Chagas Pig Podcast with me, Kieran Carl, bringing you all the latest news, information and advice to keep Irish farmers up to date. And for this episode, we're looking at cross-fostering and the use of nurse sows with Keelan O'Driscoll, Research Officer at Chagas Moor Park. And I first asked Keelan to explain what exactly do we mean when we talk about fostering. So the first thing that you've got to look for is um, the number of teats that are available to the piglets. Basically, each piglet should have its own teat. So if there's more piglets born than there are available teats on the sow, this means that you should probably think about moving some of the piglets to another um, foster mother. Again, when you're looking at the foster mother, you shouldn't move on more piglets than there are teats. So the reason this is really important is that piglets get their own teat. They, through fighting, they manage to um, achieve a position on the other, on their own teat for the entirety of lactation. And this is called the teat order. Um, and this is really important because even though nursing bouts can go on for several minutes after the piglets are called over, milk letdown only actually lasts for about 10 to 30 seconds. So it's really important that the piglets can get onto their teeth quickly and be there when the milk letdown happens. So this is why the teeth order happens, to, to improve the chances of every piglet being on the order when the sow lets down the milk. So they establish their teeth order through fighting. And we've seen in our work in Moorpark that there's quite a significant correlation between the number of fights a piglet gets into and the percentage of missed nursing bouts. So this means that if piglets are taking a while to establish the teeth order, and this could be if more piglets are moved in and out of the litter, they're missing more of these nursing bouts. Also, if there's too many piglets and not enough teats and they're fighting over, they're again missing the nursing bouts. So, okay, so is there a best time then to cross foster? So one of the most important things is that you don't foster before too early, basically. So ideally it should be, the earliest should be 12 hours, but probably about 24 hours is the best time to do it. Um, if you leave it this long, it means that the piglet has a time to get colostrum from its own mother before you move it. Um, Unlike during lactation, when the piglets are born, colostrum is available at libitum. So by leaving the piglets with their mother for 24 hours, they can get they can get as much of that in as possible. And this is really important um, to give the piglets uh, acquired immunity and also to give them with a bit of an energy boost so that then um, when they are moved or later on in lactation, they have enough energy to get up and suckle. And it's particularly important if there's a chance that piglets might be moved between litters that they have um, this extra bit of immunity. There's no point in supplementing with colostrum after they're moved because at this stage they can't absorb the antibodies. Is there anything else then we should consider with fostering? So I suppose first of all, um, you'd like to consider the type of sow. Ideally, it'll be a sow that has a very nice um, order with even teats, lots of functional teats, very evenly spaced. Um, she should also have a good record as mother, so never have savaged and that she's previously reared good piglets and also that all of the teats that you're counting have actually been used in previous lactations because they're functional. You'd also um, need to think about the type of piglet as well that you're going to move because um, when the piglets are born first, especially in large litters, there can be quite a variation of birth weight. Um, so you then have a choice of which ones you're going to take from the mother to put onto the foster mother. Um, you might only be moving one piglet, you might be moving three, four, five. Um, but there's been some work kind of in recent years looking at what happens to the piglets when they move. And basically some work in the US found that when live piglets are moved into new litters where there's a range of weights, there's a greater risk of pre-reading mortality than if you move larger piglets into this type of litter. Okay. And what happens then if, if piglets are, are cross-fostered after the first 24 hours? This is, a, this is a very good question. We've done a good bit of work out on farms in recent years um, where we followed piglets in a real life setting um, when they moved around. 
And we've actually found that there's often quite a bit more cross-fostering going on than, than is realized, and piglets can end up removed several times in lactation. And this is particularly the case if they're small piglets. Um, and one of the studies that we actually did, we found that 30% of piglets were moved during lactation, 30% out of all the ones that were born. And out of these, over half of these piglets were moved two or more times during lactation. So this is nearly a fifth of all of the piglets out of that batch were moved two or more times. Um, so we found that these 30%, the overall the 30% that were cross-fostered were more likely to die prior to weaning. And they were actually also um, more likely to die after weaning as well than piglets which weren't moved. The ones that were moved two or more times then, these were more likely to have a lighter cold carcass weight than the others. Um, and this really demonstrates the negative effect on growth or the negative association between um, poor growth and um, multiple cross-fosterings. So it comes back, I suppose, to when you move a piglet, there's more time spent fighting. And this is both during nursing and also in general when they're introduced to the litter. They're missing nursing bouts, they're being exposed to more pathogens. Um, and these are challenges even for big piglets that might be moved around. Um, so I suppose moving on from that then, that's, that's really thinking about more mortality. Um, but we did another study on another commercial farm where we found an even higher percentage of piglets that were cross-fostered. Um, in this case, it was nearly 45% of all the piglets born. And this was across all birth weights. So from very light piglets up to very heavy piglets had moved to another cell during the lactation. And we actually found in this case that the heavier the piglet was at birth, the more being cross-fostered negatively affected its weaning weight. So for the very light piglets that were under 1.1 kilos, their weight at weaning didn't differ whether or not they were cross-fostered, they weighed about the same at weaning. But any piglet heavier than that um, actually weighed lighter at weaning than if it was cross-fostered compared to piglets that weren't cross-fostered. So again, this highlights um, the negative effect of cross-fostering. And it shows that it should be kept to an absolute minimum. Um, and ideally, any piglets that are cross-fostered should be tagged. So that then if you see a tagged piglet, you know it's already been moved. Very good. So if we could move on then to North Sows, can you tell me a bit about use of North Sows and the North Sows strategy that you talked about? So um, North Sows strategies, they're kind of a special case of fostering. And these can be very useful when they're consistently large litter being born within a unit so that the number of piglets nearly always exceeds the number of spaces that are available on the sows in that batch. Um, when this happens, you can't just move piglets from smaller or from larger litters to, to sows that might have space on their udders because so few sows have space on their udders. Um, so instead, what you can do is that you can um, wean off piglets from sows um, from about 21 to 28 days of lactation. If, if they are weaned before 28 days, they do have to go into especially uh, extra hygienic um, weaning pens um, just to protect them from any risk of disease. Um, but if they're weaned at 28 days, they can just be weaned as normal. And then these cells can be used to take the extra piglets from large litters. And there's various different systems that you can use to do this. Um, one type is one-step nurse strategy, or one-step nurse strategy, or the second one is a multi-step nurse strategy. Um, and the multi-step one actually can help to match the piglet age and the stage of lactation of the cell. So I suppose in summary with nurse strategies, they differ from cross-fostering in general, in that all piglets would move from a litter to another cell, or else extra piglets are taken from cells and they're all moved to a new or to a nurse cell at the same time. So they're all entering a new letter at the same time. So you don't get a situation where you might have 
um, one or two or three piglets entering an already established litter. Um, and the benefits of this is that the piglets are all kind of at the same stage of development um, when they're establishing their teat order. Um, and they either stay with their litter mates or again, yeah, they all enter a new litter at the same time and age. So the one step scenario um, or one step nurse out strategy is when you wean piglets from a sow that's late in lactation and then she receives piglets from multiple litters who are all about 24 hours of age and she rears them then for the rest of their lactation and their siblings are left behind in their mothers. Um, a multi-step uh, nurse sow strategy is when once again you've got a sow late in lactation and her piglets are weaned but she receives piglets then from a sow that's maybe one or two weeks into lactation and they'll move as an entire litter to her and then it's this sow that's earlier on in lactation that receives the 24 hours of age piglets that are that are kind of super numerous piglets um, on the recently farrowed cells. So in that second strategy, you get piglets that are 24 hours of age moving on to cells that are earlier on in lactation, which um, means that the, the milk quality and everything is more matched to their needs than a cell later on in lactation. Okay. And can you tell us a bit about your research at Moorpark on the North Souths? So um, we have done some work on this. Uh, we had a PhD student called OCN Smith who did... Um, she compared one-step nurse house strategies and two-step nurse house strategies. And this was actually done out on a commercial farm as well. So the first thing that she did was um, she selected, she looked carefully at the sows that were available on the farm and selected sows which were good mothers. Um, as I, some of the things that I said before you should think about is um, whether they'd ever savaged before, whether they'd already reared a good healthy litter and counted the number of teats that were available. Um, one of the things that we were a little bit concerned about um, was that the sows that were later on in lactation, in this case, sows that were 21 days into lactation, may not accept the piglets that were moved on to them and that they might dry themselves off. So how we got around that was on the day that the piglets were to be moved, we took those sows, piglets, we weaned them off at nine o'clock in the morning. And then we waited until about midday before we moved the new piglets onto them. And if you remember, I said earlier that normally there'd be a nursing about at least once an hour. So in the three hours between nine and 12, our idea was the sow would be very ready to nurse any new piglets that arrived into her. She'd be very willing to lie down and happy that they were there to nurse from her. And in fact, this was the case. We didn't get any sows rejecting the piglets and with no problems with drying off. Um, so, as I said, OCN compared the one stage and two stage, one step and two step strategies. We didn't find any welfare problems with the sows, depending on which strategy was used, which was great. Um, we did find that the two step system seemed to work a little better when it came um, to the piglets' welfare. Um, for piglets in the one step strategy, when piglets, when 24 hour old piglets were moved onto a sow late in lactation, there was a bit more fighting and competition at the other compared to when they were moved onto a sow earlier on in lactation during the two-step strategy. So overall, we, we did think that it depends on what you can do on your farm, but if you have a choice of either strategy, the two-step one is probably slightly better. And what's the survival rate? Like, do, do, do all the pigs survive in, in these cases or, or what sort of figures of mortality are you looking at? So um, in that nurse cell study, obviously there's always going to be um, a risk that there will be some piglets that need to be moved off a sow for welfare reasons or for health reasons, even if you've got a nurse sow strategy and you've got an equal number of piglets to teats um, on the other. So we did keep a very close eye because this, this was a, an experiment that OCN has carried out, so she needs to be very sure of the history of every piglet. 
Um, and when there was an issue, such as if a piglet was injured or if it looks like it was starving, the piglets were removed from the sows and put onto either another nurse sow or, or given special attention. So in this case, when we were monitoring the sows, as opposed to just leaving the farm staff do it, only 13% of piglets were moved after the initial assigning to the nurse sows. Um, of these 13%, about a fifth of them were piglets that were born extremely light anyway. Um, and then when we moved them for welfare reasons, there wasn't really much of a recovery scene. Their average daily gain didn't increase and about a third of them died anyway, even though we had moved them. Um, however, of, the, of that 13% of the piglets that were moved, um, the heavier ones, the other 80% of them, did see an improvement in general in their average daily gain after the move. So taking them off this, their, their home cell and giving them some extra attention did actually help these ones and over 85% of them survived to weaning. So from this, we realized that um, in a case where you're monitoring things very closely and only moving piglets that look like they're failing, if these piglets have been born a normal weight, then moving them can actually be helpful for them and can help them to improve their growth rate and their chances of surviving to weaning. Very good. Um, that's excellent, Keelan. Some really useful information there. So could I just ask you to finish up, could you just summarise some key do's and don'ts for cross-fostering and use of nurse cells? So I suppose the first thing uh, that it's really important to monitor is that movement of piglets should only be carried out once the piglet has colostrum from the mother, and ideally about 24 hours after birth to give it the best chance. Um, we have seen from our work, and it's, it's been demonstrated in other work as well, that cross-fostering medium to heavy piglets is associated with lower average daily gain and weaning rates. So it's really important um, that any kind of extra cross-fostering during lactation that's carried out is minimised, particularly for these piglets. Cross-fostering of these piglets should only be carried out um, ideally within 24 hours of birth, and then they shouldn't be moved again. Um, and if you tag very light piglets at birth, this will help in identifying them later on. So if you see a smaller light piglet in a litter um, with a tag, say two weeks into lactation, you'll know then that this piglet was probably born small. So it might not be much to worry about, even if it's still smaller than its, than its litter mates. So unless it looks like it's starving, there's no benefit to moving it. And then I suppose the other the other time when it might be beneficial to tag a piglet could be if you do have to cross foster and move it. So again, if you see a tagged piglet in that scenario, you know not to move it again. Okay, so what shouldn't you do? Uh, it's definitely not advised that piglets should be moved more than once during lactation. Um, ideally, if cross fostering or nurse strategies um, have to be utilised, piglets should be moved just within 24 hours of birth, and then only if they're actually failing or need to be moved for welfare reasons. And then I suppose tying in with that is under no circumstances really should piglets be moved throughout lactation to even up their litter weights. Um, doing this will just cause more fighting, more misnursings, and you'll probably end up with, even if you even up the litter weights with some piglets doing, doing well and some piglets falling behind and just basically perpetuating the cycle. Excellent. That's brilliant, Caelan. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks very much. That's it for the latest episode of The Pig Edge. And my thanks to Keelan O'Driscoll for joining me on the show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss a show. And for more farming information, go to chagas.ie. I'm Kieran Carl, and thanks for listening.